listening to a teaching from Vineyard Church in Jacksonville, Florida. For more information on teachings and special events, visit us online at www.vcjax.org. That's vcjax.org. Now let's listen in. Cool, man. Well, we're back in the book of Ephesians. We're actually finishing up a little section um, that I, uh, I, like I said, I tell you guys every week, I hope you are getting as much out of this book as I am. I just, uh, Ephesians is just, it's so good. You know, in the first chapter, it's just, it's just awesome and powerful. So um, get out your Bibles if you would. We're going to have it up here. We're going to read through the first few verses or in chapter one out of the message. Um, which, again, is a translation I just love to read through. It says this in verse 3, How blessed is God and what a blessing He is. He's the Father of our Master Jesus Christ, and He takes us to the high places of blessing in Him. Long before He laid the foundations of the earth, He had us in mind. He settled on us as the focus of His love to be made whole and holy By his love, long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What a pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift-giving by the hand of his beloved son. Because of the sacrifice, y'all don't know how hard it is for me just to read that and not stop and preach it again. It's just so good there. But because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out. On the altar of the cross, we're a what? Are y'all following me with me up there? We're a, uh uh-oh, it ain't up there. Why are we not up on the screen? Are we sleeping back there? There we go. Keep going. You're probably a little behind there. Where are we at? Let's start back in seven. Because of the sacrifice of the Messiah... His blood poured out on the altar of the cross. We're a free, everybody say free. Free. We're a free people, free of what? Penalties and punishments chalked up by our misdeeds and not just barely free either. We're abundantly free. That sounds like free to me. Does it sound like free to you? Abundantly free. He thought of everything. Provided for everything we could possibly need, letting us in on the plans he took such delight in making. He set it all out before us in Christ, a long-range plan in which everything would be brought together and summed up in him. Everything in deepest heaven and everything on planet earth. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up. He had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. It's in Christ that you, once you heard of the truth and you believed it, this message of our salvation, you found yourself home, free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit is the signet from God. He's the first installment of what's coming. Is that awesome? I mean, that you know, when you think of when you think of the first installment, just a, a deposit. You know, that's that's just a, that's like a smaller part of what's coming, right? And, and this is the Holy Spirit <laughs> that is our deposit that God put in us. 
That's just good stuff there. It's our first installment of what's coming, a reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. That's why when I heard of the solid trust you have in the Master Jesus and your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus, I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I prayed, I think of you and give thanks. But I do more than think. I ask. I ask the God of our Master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent. Amen. Amen. We can join in that prayer. God help us all be intelligent. Make you intelligent and discerning in knowing Him personally. Your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what He is calling you to do. So that you can grasp the immensity of His glorious way of life He has for His Father's. Oh, the, the utterance, extravagance, utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless bounding, endless energy, boundless strength. All this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from the dead and set him on a throne in deep heavens in charge of running the universe. Everything from galaxies to governments, no name and no power is exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of all. He has the final word on everything. Gosh, somebody ought to be thanking Jesus for that right there. He has the the final word on everything. He's at the center of all this. Christ rules the church. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts by which he fills everything with his presence. Man, that's good stuff, ain't it? Again, I love how Paul starts this off. He starts off by praying that we'll have the eyes of our understanding opened. In other words, guys, it takes the Holy Spirit to work in us, to open our heart, to open our understanding, to give us wisdom, to give us revelation of what he's just talked about. And that's what I'm praying for again this morning, that God will just speak this into our heart. I don't care. Look at me. It doesn't matter how many times you've heard this or read this. There's more. (laughs) Amen? Amen. There's more. I mean, there's more here. There's more to understand. There's more to grasp. There's more to get in here. Every time you read this thing, the Holy Spirit can speak it into you and give you more. That's just, man, that's good stuff. And again, we need his help to do that. Now, over the last couple of weeks, we've looked at several things. One is we've looked at the hope of his calling. Last week, we looked at the riches of his inheritance. This week, we're going to be looking at the incredible greatness of his power toward those that believe. That's us. Now, I'm going to read a few verses to you here out of Ephesians. In fact, I'm going to just go to the last part of it. We're going to be looking at that, that power. The last part of verse 19 says this, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power What's the next part say? Down at the bottom. What Verse 19. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power where? Toward us. His power toward us who believe. In the NIV, again, skip to the bottom, verse 19. It says this. And his, again, Paul's praying this. We'll get this. His incomparable great power for us who believe. In NLT it says this down in verse 19. 
I also pray that you'll understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe. You see what Paul's praying here? He's he's praying, guys, that we'll get it. (laughs) He's praying that we'll grasp this, that this isn't something that's just to be lightly read through or just to put it in some theological camp or this is doctrine or this is... This is some cool, great teaching. Paul's praying, I'm praying you guys get it. I'm praying it sinks in, that you'll grasp how great, how awesome his power is toward us who believe. Man, I'm just reading some Bible to you guys. Is that all right? I'm glad it is all right because I'm going to just read some Bible to you. I'm the one up here doing this today. In fact, there's a scripture somewhere that talks about the give attention to the public reading of the scripture. There's, there's power in that. There's power in just reading the word. I'm going to read this. This is another translation called the mirror translation. If you don't have it, get it. It's an awesome translation. It's just it's encouraging to read. I'm going to read those last four or five verses again so you can just kind of grasp this. Paul says this, I pray that your thoughts will be flooded with light and inspired insight that you will clearly picture his intent and identifying you in him so that you may know how precious you are to him. So that we'll know how precious we are to him. We're we're precious. (laughs) Not from the Lord of the Rings kind of precious, but we're we're (laughs) precious. To him, I just that's just that just that's mind blowing to me. What God possesses in your redeemed innocence and His treasure and the glorious trophy, we're His trophies. <laughs> you you and me were we're His trophies. I see. I was trying to get a trophy yesterday, but we're His trophies, and He purchased us. He paid for us so we could be His trophies. You are the sum total of his assets and the measure of his wealth. Verse 19 says, I pray that you will be overwhelmed with an understanding of the magnitude of his power and the finished work of Christ. This is what results in the dynamic of your faith. Paul said, I'm praying that you'll be, here's what I'm praying, guys, this morning, that we'll be overwhelmed with an understanding of the magnitude of his power and the finished work of Christ. that What he's done in us. I'm telling you, when we we grasp that and get that, we're going to get beside ourselves. I mean, you guys are going to become a a black church in here, right, Christopher? We're going to have to show you all how to get excited. That's what's going to happen when this grasps you. Let's try it again. That's what's going to happen when this grasps you. (laughs) You'll get excited. Listen, this is good stuff. (laughs) Man, I need some help up here. Help me. Somebody help me. (laughs) Do you want to, verse 20, do you want to, I told you this was good. Do you want to measure the mind and muscle of God? (laughs) Consider the force which he unleashed in Jesus Christ 
when he raised, see what he's explaining now as he goes on, and we're going to look at this in a minute. He talks about us understanding the greatness of his power. Then he's going to give us like five descriptions of that power. You with me? Here's one of them. Do you want to measure the mind and muscle of God? Consider the force which he unleashed in Jesus Christ when he raised him from the dead and forever seated him enthroned as his executive authority in the realm of heavens. Jesus is at God's right Jesus is God's right hand of power. He raised him from the deepest dungeons of human despair to the highest regions of heavenly bliss. Infinitely. Here's another example of this power. He didn't just raise him, but he raised him infinitely above all the combined forces of rule, authority, dominion, or governments. He is ranked superior to any name that could ever be given to anyone of this age and any age still to come in the eternal future. Man, that puts Jesus above everything forever (laughs) listen i i love the fact that i'm an american i love the fact of of the type of government that we have and the democracy that we have i love our president i love everything about it but you know what jesus is so far above them and placed above them and rules over them That, that most of those guys up there and ladies think they're ruling. Guess who's ruling? Jesus. <laughs> He's the one that's in charge. That, see that? You can go to sleep at night knowing that. Can't you? I, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep at night thinking the people up in Washington were in charge of my destiny. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I'm glad Jesus is in charge of my destiny. Mm-mm-mm. Where am I at here? <laughs> Infinitely above. Did I say that? Yeah. Verse 22. I want you to see this, that he's subjected all these powers, all the ones he just talked about, all those forces and authorities and dominions and government. I want you to see he's subjected all those powers under his feet. He towers head and shoulder above everything. He is the head the ecclesia, which is the church. The church is his body. The completeness of his being that the completeness of his being that fills all and all resides in us. <laughs> God cannot make himself more visible or exhibit himself more accurately. Wow. Hello. Where's he exhibit where man, I'm getting so far ahead of myself here. <laughs> Where's, where is God exhibiting himself right now on this planet? It's us. <laughs> us, the church. We're, we're, we are on display. <laughs> we, are, we are the exhibition of who Jesus is right now. Man, I mean... <laughs> Told you it was good. Y'all didn't believe me, did you? <laughs> Whew. Basically, let's go back and look at each one of those. We're going to break them down a little bit. But Paul, Paul, Paul gives us, he talks about the authority and the power 
of Jesus and the power that he's praying that we would grasp it, that we'd understand it, we'd get it. And then he gives us five different examples in these verses of that power. Okay, we're going to look at them one on one, one, one at a time. First one, God, one of the examples in verse 20 is that, that God raised Jesus from the grave and he broke the power of death. That's an example of the power of Jesus in us, that he broke the power of death. Verse 20 says, the power of God toward us now is like the great mighty power. In other words, this is what it looks like. It's the power, an example of it, it's the power that raised Jesus from the dead. That's an example of that power, never to die again. And that power now resides where? How do we how do we walk around looking so wimpy? <laughs> when we understand this, when we grasp this, when we grasp, listen, we'll never be wimpy again or walk around wimpy again when we begin to grasp that. When we begin to believe that, we we you won't do it. You can't. The power that broke the power of death is in Christ Jesus. I, I love it. I, I love the passage in Corinthians where it says this, the death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. See, that's the power that's in us. That's the, that's the same power. Here's, here's the cool thing. When God raised Jesus from the dead in the resurrection, he also raised us. We, see, we were in him. Yeah. You with me? Yeah. We were in Jesus. So when Jesus died, we died. When Jesus rose from the grave, we rose from the grave. Yeah. We now live in resurrection life and resurrection power. That's in us. Yeah. We, we live in that. Paul said, get it. Here's an example. You want to know what power looks like? It looks like this. When I raised Jesus from the grave and I, and I brought him back to life. There's an example of it. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good power. Pretty good, pretty good picture of it. It's a resurrection power that now abides with us. But guess what? He didn't just raise him from the dead. The next verse says this. God seated him at his right hand in a place of authority. God raised Jesus from the grave and seated him at his right hand. There's your example. However, (laughs) let's go back to what we were just saying. When Jesus died, we what? Died. When God raised Jesus from the dead, he raised who? Us from the dead. Guess what? It doesn't stop there. When he, not only did he raise him from the dead, but he what? Seated him at his right hand, which is a place of authority, a place of power. Jesus is seated there. Guess what else? Not just Jesus. (laughs) And Ephesians 2, 6, one chapter over, it says this. God raised us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Jesus. That's that's the power. The same same power 
This, he's just given a description. The same power that took Jesus out of the grave, raised him up, seated him in heavenly places, that same power, according to what we're reading in Scripture, is in us. I'm telling you, that should give us a little bit of different perspective in life. When stuff, when, when, the, when, the, when stuff comes against us, when the enemy comes in against us, when things happen that are against us, we need to recognize and understand, hey, there's something going on in me that's Jesus. And he lives in me and he's seated me already in heavenly places. And not just, hey, let's go on. I want you to see where those heavenly places are at. Verse 21 says this, God set him where? On high. high. And I love the description. It says this, far. Everybody say far. 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 God set Jesus on high far above all rule, authority, and power, and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but in the age to come. Jesus, God raised Jesus from the dead, seated him at the right hand, seated him where? Far above. Not, not look at me. Jesus isn't just a little bit above. <laughs> he's, he, he's not just a little bit bigger than Satan. He's not just a little bit stronger than the powers of the enemy. He, he's not just a, he, he's not just kind of a, you know just just a itty bitty above those things. The scripture says he's far. In the south, y'all know how far is far is. Far is a long way. <laughs> Far. <laughs> and we're where? With him. What's that mean? That we're far <laughs> above those things. You and me. Because why? We're the body of Jesus. So we're far above. In fact, as it says in Colossians, it says this that Jesus disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them. In Christ. So when Jesus rose from the dead and was exalted above all the hosted fellow hell, hosted host of hell, that means that they are a defeated foe. Amen. Yes. Do you recognize that our enemy has been defeated? Yeah. We're 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 battling a defeated enemy. He's he's been beat. Yeah. Now he's still puffing and puffing. He still blows every now and then, acts like a roaring lion and, you know, growls a little bit. But he's been defeated. We, we, don't, we don't have to fear him. We don't have to walk cowering in front of him. We are seated. See, see when, we can, when we can get this, when we can understand, when I'm fighting something today, when I'm in a battle with something, or when the enemy's coming in at me, or something's going on in my life, it could be sickness, disease, it could be finances, it could be relationship issues, it could be any number of ways that it manifests while we're here on this planet. But when I begin to recognize when I'm doing this, I'm seated there. I'm not under his feet here. I'm seated there, and I'm way, I'm with Jesus. What's the word? Far. 
above. We have, a, we have authority and power because we're with him. We're in him. Seated in the heavenlies. And I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I like that. And verse 22. We got two more of these. He put some things under his feet. Is that what it says? <laughs> all things. He put, you know what all means? <laughs> Are your finances there? Is your car that breaks down there? Is the relationship issues you're having there? Yep. The problems with your kids? The problems with your spouse? I, I mean, I don't have any problems with my spouse, but. <laughs> you with me? He put all things under his feet, gave him his head over all things. Jesus' head. Get this, guys. He's head. He's over everything. He's over everything that happens in this planet. It, it, not, none of it takes him by surprise. He's not, he's not, he doesn't just wake up one morning and go, oh my God, it's out of control. Does he? I don't care what it is. It's under his feet. And he's given him to be head. And we are his body. I love that. We the fifth one we're going to look at in verse 23 it says we are his body us the church the fullness of him who fills all in all we the church us we we and see we, we you know we say we under, we say this with our words with our mouth we we've been taught it but it's us we we are the body of Jesus. We're the expression of Christ. You and me. We are we're the representation of who he is. People people should be able to look at us and go, "Oh, that's what Jesus looks like." That's pretty amazing, isn't it? And we here's the cool thing. We get we can do that. We can express Jesus. We can be that expression. We can show that kind of love. We can show that kind of mercy and forgiveness. We can, we can do that. How? Because he lives in us. He gives us that ability. We can show that kind of power. We can take authority. We, he gave. If I remember reading somewhere where he gave us some authority and power, he gave us all authority and power. You and I. We get, to, we get to walk in that. Oh, my, 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 my. That's, that's just good. <laughs> Where is the, full, the fullness of him. You get that? The, the, it's not a little bit of him we get. We get how much of him? We get every... I, I, love, I love these words Paul uses. He, he doesn't... He just uses everything. <laughs> you know, he doesn't, he doesn't leave you guessing. He just says, you know what, guys? Everything. Every bit of it. All of it. The whole 
kit and caboodle, the whole, the whole enchilada, the whole thing. We get it all in Jesus. All of it we get. Everything we just read about what the Father did with the Son when he, when he raised him from the dead, when he seated him in heavenly places, when he did that and he put him far above all the authorities and powers and dominions, far above every demonic power, far above, in fact, as it says, every name that is named, he put him above it. And you and I, he sat us with him in that spot. That means they're all under us. We don't have to put up with it. (laughs) Sometimes we just, we got to rise up. (laughs) Sometimes God calls us just to rise up. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's, That's what my Bible says, and I'm sticking with it. Are you? See, I I always keep going back to that verse because I love this verse so much where Paul talks about we don't put our eyes on the things that are temporary, but we put our eyes on the things that are eternal. Why? Because what's temporary will lie to you. (laughs) You know that? What's temporary will tell you a lie. What's temporary will tell you you're broke. What's temporary will tell you not only are you broke, but you're never going to get out of being broke. Isn't that right? The temporary will lie to you and tell you what you are now is what you're always going to be. You're never going to get any better. It's never going to get better. It's always going to be this way. Just suck it up and live with it. You ever heard that? That's what the temporary says. The temporary says that I'm this. The temporary says that this is going on in my life. That my, what these eyes can see is temporary. Where Paul says, fix our eyes on what's eternal. Guess what's eternal? What we just read. This is eternal. Isn't it? Isn't it? If I remember right, it says somewhere about it won't ever fade away. It's, this is God's word, his word. That's eternal. So what do we do? We fix our eyes on what he says instead of what these say. And look at me. Sometimes that's tough. You with me? I mean, sometimes when that thing is like this, when the thing that's, that's temporary is like right there, it's in your face, it looks humongous. Is that a word? Humongous? It ought to be if it ain't. Ain't is a word. It's in the Webster's. Don't you just love being Southern where you can say words like ain't? <laughs> Are you with me? I mean, see, it's the temporary stuff. When it's right there, it can look big. And that's where we take our eyes off of that thing right there and we, and we start looking at Jesus. And we start looking at the eternal. We start looking at the word, what it says. We start looking at, hey, I'm, I, it may look like I'm here, but I ain't here. <laughs> I'm seated in heaven. 
where I'm at. You there? And not just a little bit above, (laughs) far above. And not just a few things are subject to us. Everything. I just, I just love those adjectives. Everything. <laughs> let's don't let's don't let's don't rule anything out. Everything, everything, every name, every name. That name of poverty, that name of disease, that everything. And I don't, I don't always get it, guys. I mean, sometimes it looks like that's what's ruling, but you know what? We can't bow down to that. We got we to gotta just keep fixing on this. On this. This is eternal. One day, someday, down the road, we're going to all be living in that. Eternity with God in glory, in heaven. No more disease. No more pain. No more sickness. No more sorrow. Forever with him. But we get to taste that now. Don't we? We get a taste of that. We get to experience that now. We don't always live in it to the fullest, but we get to taste that. We get bits and pieces of that. We get glimpses of it. We, it comes on us. The kingdom comes. It's coming. It comes and it's coming. <laughs> I like it when it's here. Don't you? I, I like it when it's here. And sometimes it's here and sometimes, and, and sometimes it, we have to wait. I'm not a real patient guy. I don't like waiting. Huh? I know all y'all are real patient. I've been around most of you. I know how patient you are. (laughs) We're a patient bunch, aren't we? Amen. Joshua, you want to come on down, buddy? Man. I got through all that in at 11.15. Is that awesome? <laughs> You've been listening to a teaching from Vineyard Church in Jacksonville, Florida. For more information on teachings and special events, please visit us online at www.vcjax.org. That's vcjax.org.